Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's Man on the Post podcast. Joining me this week is Colin, Greg, Tom. Uh, Adam isn't here because it's his uh, 35th birthday today, uh, tomorrow when you're hearing this. So happy birthday, Adam. Um, but we're joined by uh, Mark Birch, who joined us in the summer. You may recognise his voice. Say hello, gentlemen. Evening. Evening. Hi there. Hello. Okay, uh, there was an England game in midweek and Mark, you're... Were you bribed into going to Wembley to watch I was, this? Well, I wasn't bribed. I got told I was going, so oh, <laughs> I had no choice, really. Uh, you saw but, Ricky Lambert celebrate. How was the game? It was, uh, to be honest with you, the game was terrible. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> watching England live and just watching the, the lack of ability to trap a ball <laughs> or just to move off a ball, it's uh, quite startling. Um, but yeah, England's best player, I thought, was Jack Wilshire. And he wasn't even fully fit, was he? And he wasn't fully fit, followed by Leighton Baines. But uh, the rest of them, no, nah, <laughs> not for me. Not for me. The atmosphere was good. I yeah. got hit by a couple of coins, so that was quite fun. <laughs> but yeah, not a very good game. How does Scotland play? They played tidy. Yeah. Not very adventurous, tidy. A couple of decent goals they scored, though. Yeah, Kenny Miller's goal was good. Yeah, the ball, was it a crack? Alan Hutton? Mm, yeah, he just he just left Cahill for dead, mm. and he's just yeah bottom corner. I was um, I was ripping the shreds out of Danny Welbeck in the first half because I couldn't understand what's the point of Danny Welbeck. <laughs> I really couldn't. I was, <laughs> and then he obviously scored a goal in the second half, and he looked a bit better. But yeah, uh, I, I didn't even know what formation they were playing because at one point we thought Danny Welbeck was on the left wing, and he was back playing and, and you know. With the defence, I'm like, hey, this is Scotland, and playing at home, this shouldn't be right. But... Just play where they want. Yeah, pretty much. I, 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 I was good. I, I was watching it on TV, um, and one thing that I picked up from the ITV coverage is that how much Roy Keane then. was smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Roy Keane was enjoying himself. He was, he was enjoying himself, and it's no coincidence that uh, Gareth Southgate had been bumped for David Moyes. <laughs> so Southgate was reporting pitch side. Oh. Um, so he was standing there with a the microphone getting wet. Uh, <laughs> That's what came was smiling. So that was a highlight for me. And just one of the things I want to mention as well very quickly is that there were 80,000 fans at Wembley and, and often English football gets a bad name because we're bad lads. And okay, perhaps apart from the two coins thrown at you, Mark. But <laughs> they were aimed specifically at me. <laughs> I, people who say that there's a problem in football, I, I think it's absolute nonsense. We, we saw all the Scottish fans in Trafalgar Square putting the the washing up liquid into the fountains um, <laughs> with the cans of cider and lager and what have you. And it all went off without a hitch. And I think yeah. that's a great advertisement for British football. Yeah. I, I, not to put a slight downer on it, I, I, I was called the C word quite a few times <laughs> walking up. <laughs> but then again, we did walk straight through the Scottish pub 
Yeah, that happened. That was holding the Scottish fans. <laughs> so we, we were kind of uh, <laughs> deserving of that. But no, it was a, it was a great atmosphere. It really was. Good, good. Uh, Greg, Ricky Lambert, the new David Nugent? Fra- Francis Jeffers. Oh, the new Franny Jeffers. Yeah. <laughs> one game, one Michael goal. Michael Rickett, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he never scored, did he? No. He did try with a, a, door, a, a audacious overhead kick against Holland. Mm. But landed on it was the Bolton striker that played things. in Holland. Yeah, it was Michael Ricketts. No, no, no. Was it not Noel Blake? Did he ever play for England? That was in the 90s, Mark, I think. All right. Remember <laughs> when Dave Boffroy played for England? Oh, glory days. Yeah. See what in I like a couple watching. of years, we'll be saying... In a couple of years, we'll be saying, remember when Ricky Lambert played for England? <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have got one small gripe. The media, in, you know, calling him England goal hero Lambert. He scored again no, no, no. in a friendly yeah. against the... 50th worst team in the world. <laughs> it was the oh, uh, it was in the, the Southampton. It was the Southampton website that had an article that said the title was Ricky Lambert, England's goal machine. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not the biggest overreaction in football history? You were quite annoyed. He missed a sitter and he scored a, a goal against Scotland. You were you're quite annoyed with a lot of Pompey fans on Twitter, Tom, weren't you? That completely oh, changed their so opinions fickle. of him. Yes, fan, football fans are so fickle. They're going. They're slating. Slating Lambert for playing. Next minute they're saying, "Oh yeah, fair enough. I'm glad he got a chance." <laughs> I'll, I'll be Make honest. Make your mind up and stick with it. <laughs> I went. I went with a Pompey fan, and even though even when Lambert scored, he was still calling him every name on the sun. So <laughs> at least he was. Good. But even though it was a friendly, and we went there thinking, "Oh, it's only England Scotland's a friendly," we didn't really care. But obviously, throughout the game and the chance and everything, we really got into it. And unfortunately, we did get we did let ourselves get a little bit carried away and. Well, you know, got a little bit excited towards the end, but yeah, it's it's, it's I can't really explain it. You you need to be there in the actual stadium for an England Scotland game because those twenty five thousand plus Scottish fans, they never stopped. Mm. They never stopped chanting. They never stopped. They never stopped giving us grief because we were we were in between the two sections and below them. And but we were, it was it was like being in the lines then basically. <laughs> it was good fun. All right, uh, we're going to do a new feature every week now. We're going to give a quick roundup of European football. We're going to, we will get on to the Premier League, don't worry, people listening. Um, let's start with Colin, and you're going to give us a quick roundup of, well, it's kind of European football, uh, SPL. Yeah, um, so yeah, here's just a quick roundup of what's been going on. The, well, it's called the Scottish Premiership now, Ross. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's a minor <laughs> change. but not, not the Iron Brew anymore either. No, no. Uh, the Iron Brews run out. They they failed to attract a sponsor for any of the leagues. Um, Unbelievable! I just, such an opportunity waiting there. Um, <laughs> Surely tenants. Yeah. They sponsor Colin. everything else in uh, Scottish football. The battered yeah. Mars Bar Scottish Premier League. <laughs> I've got a question for you, Colin. Didn't they say that they weren't going to copy the English brand because they couldn't compete? That's correct. Mm, and what are, the, what are the leagues called again? I'm Rangers in the League called, One now. They're called the Premiership, the Championship, League One and League Two. <laughs> sounds familiar. Sounds, that sounds really familiar. <laughs> so, original, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> right, go on, Colin, take it away. But yeah, this week, um, there were great scenes at the Tulloch Caledonian Stadium where <laughs> Terry Butcher's Inverness Cali Thistle, uh, their 2 nil win sent the 3,031 fans wild. Uh, Inverness now sit top of the tree uh, in the Scottish Premiership with a perfect record of nine points from three games with six goals scored 
and three clean sheets. Uh, meanwhile, St. Johnston's 4-0 demolition of Ross County uh, saw the Saints climb to second in the table. Hearts drew with Partick Thistle, which leaves them on minus 11 points after their 15-point deduction. Hibs and Dundee United delivered a, a one-all draw, as did the match between St. Mirren and Kilmarnock. Celtic comprehensively crushed Aberdeen with a 2-0 win at Pataudry. Uh, Aberdeen did themselves no favours when uh, keeper Jamie Langfield was sent off for taking down Giorgio Samaras <laughs> on the stroke of half-time. But, and this is my final point on the Scottish Premiership, it, it wasn't all good news for Celtic. Um, this week, striker Anthony Stokes was arrested in connection with an alleged assault on an Elvis Presley impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis was... Oh, God. <laughs> after, re- after receiving, <laughs> sorry, after receiving a suspected broken nose and chipped teeth yeah. in a Dublin nightclub. Someone's not a fan of Elvis then. And that, in a nutshell, pretty much wraps up everything that's happening in the Scottish Premiership. Excellent. No fans of the fight. <laughs> Scottish football. Uh, all right, Greg, you've uh, been given, you've been tasked with giving us a roundup of the Bundesliga. The Bundesliga, right, what happened in the motherland <laughs> this week? Um, uh, Dortmund topped the table after two games. They won um, at home to Eintracht Brunswick. Um, <laughs> nice. Courtesy <laughs> um, of a, a late uh, Marco Royce penalty. Um, Barcelona, uh, Barcelona, no, that's wrong country. Um, <laughs> uh, by Munich. Um, they also won the first two games. They won um, 1-0 away from home at Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, Mario Mandzukic got the goal there. Um, Bayer Leverkusen have also started uh, fairly well. They won 1-0 um, at Stuttgart um, due to an own goal. And uh, they've won their first two games as well. So all the big hitters... Hmm. There was a couple of big scores, wasn't there? A few other games. There was. Um, Wolfsburg hammered um, Schalke 4-0. Hamburg lost 5-1 at home to Hoffenheim. Yeah, that's a result. The, the, uh, um, the biggest shock in the uh, league. Two goals for Anthony Modest, who I think played for Blackburn. Yeah, that rings a bell, actually. Yeah. He, he's, yeah, they're going from La Liga. Oh. So, um, and, yeah, good stuff in the Bundesliga. Pretty much as you'd imagine it would be. Yeah. Top three, the top three. The good teams have been good and the bad teams <laughs> But uh, no fights in nightclubs. No fights. No, they don't, they're far too efficient. Uh, can't be game, Germany. Can't be game. Uh, Mark, you're going to round up the league for us, aren't you? Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously games, are, about this, but games are going now. But... Yeah, well, after one match day and half the games played, Barcelona, uh, surprisingly, yeah. were 6-0 up at half-time against Levante. And... Um, that's without Iniesta, Neymar and Jordi Alba on the pitch. That one finished 7-0. 7-0. Real Madrid are just kicking off now. And the battle of the have-nots. Malaga lost 1-0 to Valencia, I do believe. And tonight we have Seville versus Atletico Madrid at 10 o'clock. So that should be quite a good game. Interesting to see how Atletico get on without Falcao. Oh, I think they'll do absolutely fine, yeah. to be honest with you. Third place. But what can actually... Yeah, what catches my eyes are uh, after a summer of 
you know, the English league literally raping the Spanish league for all its talent. It's good to see the Spanish league are obviously doing the same to us. <laughs> We've got uh, David Bentley, Esteban Canero and Ruben Rashina all linked with moves to La Liga. What is British so, football going to do without yeah. David Bentley? <laughs> yeah, it's good to see that it's going, uh, you know, we're giving back. Yeah, so, yes. <laughs> yeah you're welcome, Spain. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, any less than a 7-0 victory for Real Madrid, then it's going to be crisis for them already. So. <laughs> Season over. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Excellent, thank you very much. No worries. Uh, Tom, you're going to round up uh, League 1 for us. Yeah, I drew, I drew the short straw this week, obviously, <laughs> with Ligue 1. There's uh, four teams at the top of Ligue 1 at the moment. Uh, Lyon, Monaco, Marseille and St Etienne, with all, all have got 100% records in their first two games. Uh, Ajaccio and Gwingamp, uh, that's probably not how you say it, but it looks right. Uh, both both haven't got a point. Um, Riv- Riviere scored a hat-trick for Monaco that's and Falcao. Four and two for him. Yeah, and uh, Middlesbrough and Arsenal and all-round Premier League legend Jeremy <laughs> Aliadier was on the score sheet for Lorient <laughs> today in her win over Nantes. Wow. And PSG, I believe, are playing tonight against Ajaccio, which you'd expect them to win. Yeah, Ajaccio and, managed and by Fabrizio Ravinelli. Yes. Are they? Yeah. 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 We found out this morning, so... Uh, yeah, that game's just kicked off. It's obviously nil nil. I'd love to see Leon win that league. All the money that Monaco and PSG have got, Leon win it with the kids. Um, I was going to round up Italy, but that's not started yet. So, I just want to quickly mention about um, Angie Matkashkala. It's the closest I'm going to get to pronouncing it correctly. Um, they're in they're in complete turmoil at the minute. The owners decided to actually. End it all. End all this. Uh, the project. Uh, they sacked the manager pretty much as soon as they signed him, and is it the entire squad is now up for sale as well? Uh, this is yeah, it's failing health or something. Mm, so. The main players there being Samueletto, William, and uh, Chris Amber, who's only just gone back there, could be leaving there again very soon. I'm sure QPR will pay twenty million. For it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Redden, that's already on the phone. All right, let's do some Premier League football. Uh, where should we start Greg what should we talk about <laughs> Danny Welbeck's second goal a nice goal glorious goal and things that, like they haven't changed at United have they <laughs> no was... United winning comfortably managed by a dour Scottish man <laughs> I thought Swans I think the scoreline was slightly unfair to Swansea they, they weren't that mm. bad had a lot of chances. I think if they'd started with Wilfred Burnley, it could have been slightly different. Some of the chances they had in the first half. I, I agree with you there. To be honest with you, it was a handful when he came off the bench. At the moment, I just I'm just waiting for the first. I said I said this to you this morning. I'm just waiting for the first few negative results, the first few draws, and mm. and maybe the odd cup loss before the, all the fans start kicking up because it's a situation they've never been in before. Yeah, majority the of manager. current fans. Yeah. And they've obviously still got the Rooney situation to deal with. Yeah, did anyone see that picture that Match of the Day showed? With uh, most of the team celebrating and Rooney stood on his own. Yeah, tells a story, doesn't it? Yeah, well, he, he doesn't want to be there, it seems. They don't particularly want him, I don't imagine, but 
no one's willing to make that first move because if he asks for a transfer request then he loses money doesn't he he'll lose uh, like rights and stuff I think and I don't, I don't really think Man United want to sell him to Chelsea because it just makes Chelsea even stronger sell him to Arsenal they need someone yeah. <laughs> they need <Well>, anyone <laughs> yeah that would require money being <laughs> taken from uh, Wenger's war chest and that's not going to happen <laughs> Oh, how I laugh at Arsenal losing. Yeah, let's move on to that one. That was a pretty terrible start to the season for Arsenal. It all started so well with uh, Giroud scoring a really nice uh, finish after five minutes. And then it went wrong. It went badly wrong. <laughs> uh, Arsenal fans at Civil War again, some booing. Mm, some, having to go to the, some having to go at the fans that are booing. and <laughs> It's just great. I love it. They looked... They, they looked a lot of them really unfit. Was it you who posted the um, the video of that angry Arsenal fan on the Facebook wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Wojciech um, Szczesny had an interesting first half, didn't he? Did you see him when he came out of his area, tried to take on a player, and then got, lost the ball, and then tackled Benteke. And <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it the same old thing with Arsenal for the last couple of seasons? Arsenal need a keeper. Arsenal need a defensive midfielder. I mm. mean, isn't there a World Cup winning goalkeeper in the Championship waiting to be loaned out? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there a defensive Brazilian international midfielder they could have got for 11 million? Yeah, but they got Yara Sonogo, and that he was free. So that's going to solve all their problems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while we're on the Aston Villa, that away kit, I'm saying it's wor- worst in the league. Oh, you, really? You I quite liked it. Liverpool's away Ah, uh, yeah, true. Yeah, Liverpool's is a good, strong contender for worst in the league. But I, I, I quite like that kit, mate. Really? Yeah, I quite liked it. That's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it reminds me, reminds me of a Blackburn kit. And they're always pretty terrible as well. Um, and Benteke's back, isn't he? Yeah, two goals. He's, yeah, he's proven he's no one-season wonder. Two fairly poor penalties, though. First will one, anybody remember at the end of the day? I will, Colin. Okay. <laughs> well, no, the first one was obviously saved and he headed to the rebound. But the second one was as equally as poorly struck, but Chesney dived the wrong way. So he managed to get the goal. But Do us... you think it's going to be another slapdash where he's just going to buy a job lot of players again like he did a couple of seasons ago? Well, he's bought a lot of players in the summer. Oh, Arsenal, you mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. Last day of the window, like to splash money on players that are not top of the class. That that's not Arsenal style, though, is it? They did it a few years ago, didn't they? They signed Messisaka and Arteta and uh, that's true. Someone else, Andre, Sa- Andre Santos, Andre Santos. And Ben Ayun as well. Yeah, Ben Ayun. <laughs> <laughs> but he's going to have to spend some money. He's it's the only Probably. thing that's going to get the fans off his back, isn't it? The problem they got is is that everyone's got a transfer value. But Arsenal's got a value for it. By the time they get around to meeting whatever people want, that value's gone up and they're left behind. Because mm. they, they just dawdle, don't they? Everyone so. knows they've got a fair bit of money to spend as well. Let's uh, move away from Arsenal and let's go to Anfield. So, I thought that was a cracking game. It was actually quite a good storage. His finish was superb. Through the legs of Hooth into the far corner. And then uh, Mingle on his debut saving a penalty. And then blocking the rebound as well. Liverpool players looked very excited about that. Well, Daniel Sturridge has got a point to prove. He's got to have a good season because he's 
I think he's competing with Danny Welbeck for that starting position for England. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and I think he will. Well, yeah, he's got his last six, was it six games he scored seven goals in the Premier League, so he was on form at the end of last season. And with no Suarez, this is his time to shine. Yeah. What I like about Sturridge is, is that he just wants to score goals. That's all he wants to do. Yeah, he didn't really fit in with the Chelsea team ethic, nope. you, but... <laughs> oh no! At Liverpool, a lot. Do what he wants. <laughs> Pretty much. But what I, what I liked about the game was, and it's typical of just English football in general. It's just fast pace, not high regard for defending. And when you're when your away manager, when the away goalkeeper's man of the match in in Begovic. Yeah, Begovic had a lot of work to do. Yeah, and you know. It just it speaks tons about where English football needs to improve on, and let's get some defensive coaching in. You know? Yeah, I think Liverpool had uh, eleven shots on target in the end. The three that were playing behind Sturridge were really just moving the ball around so well. Aspas, Coutinho, and even Henderson looked like a proper footballer. Mm. And Stoke sometimes going forward, they actually looked like they could attack. Yeah, <laughs> I was like well, with an, the ball another, on the ground. I was another like, John Waters missed penalty in this game yeah. why do they let him take penalties <laughs> I don't understand everyone knows where he's going to go didn't they have Charlie Adam on the pitch yeah surely, surely he's the most skillful player they got uh, yeah there's sure a lot about Stoke <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Adam's regarded as their most technically skillful player yeah um, <sighs> should we mention Newcastle not Newcastle sorry uh, Norwich 2 Everton 2 it's quite a game. Some good goals in there. I, mm. I like the header from uh, Van Walswinkle. Just steered it into the, the near post. The more you look at it, you can see it's a miss hit from, is it Houlihan? Yeah, putting the ball yeah. in. So it was a really good, you know, reflex mm. header. But um, yeah, Ross Barkley ran the show, who last season, as me and Colin are well aware, wasn't, wasn't better than uh, Michael Brown, was he, Colin? Yeah, unfortunately, he couldn't be guaranteed a um, first-team place at Leeds. Um, I found out today as well that on occasions he was made to train with the kids as well while he was at Leeds. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, Apparently, this is from somebody who was on the inside who used to work for Leeds United Television, and he said that Everton were angry about the way he was treated at Leeds. Um, And he also scored for England. In the under-21s against Scotland. Mm. He scored an absolute beauty in this game. Oh, yeah. Shifted great. from his feet and smashed it with his left into the far corner. And I he's not I'll... left-footed. No. No. He, he stood out as Everton's best player, I thought. Uh, yeah, I think he probably was, really. And I think on the balance, Everton should have won that. Yeah, they had more chances. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's a big season for Norris. They spent a lot of money in the summer. Is it 20, 25 million they spent in total? It's their club record, summer spend, yeah. Mm. Where should we go to next? Sunday. Cardiff, West Ham. Oh, Cardiff. Yeah, that was good to see them losing. <laughs> <laughs> I really I really like West Ham. I can say this because James isn't here, but they played some really nice football yesterday. Obviously, they've got this image of being the Sam Allardyce long ball team, but they've got two proper wingers there now. Well, yeah, it's... It's boot the ball up to the big man. The big man takes it down, plays it back to the number 10, who plays it out to the winger, and then they play it back in. There you go. West Ham tactics. <laughs> They've got some quite skillful central <laughs> midfielders, though, as well. Uh, Mark Noble, Kevin Nolan, uh, running the midfield with Diami just stopping everything Cardiff could do in the central midfield. 
obviously Andy Cowell wasn't playing because he was injured. It's surprising. And the signings they've made as well. I mean, if you think about uh, Andy Carroll, who Liverpool originally bought for 35, was it? Um, yes. Downing was 20 million. Yes. West Ham have picked those guys up <laughs> for 20. 21. Yeah. yeah. 21 million. <laughs> nice, nice business. Yeah. It's good work. England internationals. And they've let Carlton Cole go. Yeah, they've got his uh, 50 grand a week off the books. I was really, really impressed with um, Jarvis, though. He just, he just wanted to get onto that wing every time and get a ball into the box. Mm. I like Matt Jarvis. Mm. Greg, any thoughts on Cardiff? Uh, no. <laughs> Fair enough. They're yeah. going to get a few yeah. red cards. Yeah. And they're going to get relegated, like I said last I think they'll be safe, I reckon. They've, I reckon they've spent fairly well. If they get Jefferson Montero from... Uh, Mexico the Ecuadorian mm. winger I think they might do alright because he's an exciting talent he's out and out a top class winger mm. so I hope so I hope I hope I see I hope I see him in the Premiership because I think he's a cracking player OK let's move on to the Hawthorns where uh, Ricky Lambert capped off his dream week the England goal machine that is Ricky Lambert scored uh, a penalty obviously he doesn't miss penalties and Southampton won 1-0 but Star of the show was Luke Shaw, as I say, the, the left back. Yep, got him in my dream team. <laughs> and Wanyama. He just yeah, yeah Wanyama was just the, a rock in central midfield. West Brom couldn't really get anything going until late on. Anelka couldn't mark his uh, sixth Premier League debut with a goal. I didn't really. I only watched caught the highlights on match of the day, and uh, fair. It, looked, it was like one of those games they just put towards the end because not a lot really was happening. But uh, it's a good away win for Southampton. Um, they're coming along nicely. But did someone say they've um, bought a striker? Uh, yeah, it's been. Conf- well, it's on the BBC website now that they've signed Pablo Azvaldo for fifteen million pounds. Jesus, he's got nine nine Italian caps. Uh, I only know of him really from Football Manager. He's not really a, an out and out goal scorer. He tends to play he's, wide. He's he's a natural. He's a Argentine, but naturalised Italian. Yeah. And they broke their club record to sign him again, 15 million for him, after spending 12 on Wanyama. So. I tell you what, they're building up a quality little team there. Mm. I can see why Greg and Tom are quiet at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, from today's games, Tottenham beat Crystal Palace 1 0. Uh, Roberto Soldado penalty. So, that's uh, Colin, your season long bet of Soldado to be top scorer, as off and running. Yeah, I, I like the look of him. Mm. Um, yeah. He, he he has to be starting pretty, you know, every much, pretty much every game. Um, yeah, if Adebayor or Defoe starts ahead of him, then I'd be annoyed if I was a Spurs fan. You've nailed that on the head, Colin. He will, <laughs> uh, he, he will, won't he? The, the thing is as well, I mean, it's a gamble, but if Bale stays, I think my bet of him being top scorer at 20-1 to 1 mm. isn't a bad shout at all. He's still around that as well. And out of the two Spanish strikers to come in, between him and uh, Alvaro Negrego, I think Spurs have got the better deal. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we said this yeah. every week, yeah. Mm, much better. And rounding up Premier League action, Chelsea. Uh, the return yep. of Jose, they won 2-0 against the Hull City Tigers. Yeah, it was great. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> what a goal for Frank Lampard. Yeah. Can't, yeah. can't score from 12 yards, one-on-one. But... I know. <laughs> 
shouldn't let that boy take penalties. He's a liability. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was a good game. It was a good game. I don't think Jose sat down once. No. Um, but um, I do believe he did get the wrong. He got one person wrong. He shouldn't have started with Torres. He should have put Lukaku. Um, yeah. But all in all, it was a good win. Um, I'm glad Hull came in. You know, in the second half. Yeah, it was, it was starting them... to get a bit boring towards the end of the mm. first half. It was just constant pressure from Chelsea. Yeah, it'll give them confidence because at the end of the day, you need every team firing and having confidence so you can take points off your rivals. But routine win, good good homecoming for Jose. Mm. Uh, bring on Aston Villa on Tuesday. Uh, sorry, Wednesday. Yeah, so, that'd be interesting. The, um, tricky game, that is. Kevin De Bruyne start as well. Yeah. yeah. He looked good, didn't he? Yeah. He looks, he'll be a super player. His little ball through for the Oscar goal. That was lovely. Uh, that I was. I wanted to mention that he tra- he got he he trapped it with his right, and then just literally without even touching it, just left foot straight through. Mm. Beautiful, That's beautiful lovely. goal. And I think Oscar's gonna have a big season this year. It's a shame not to see Matter though. He's uh, in a lot of people's dream teams. Well, it's um, it's like um, Cazorla. It was um, him and I think the Spanish and the Brazilian contingent uh, with the Confederations Cup. They they came back late, so. Any word on um, David Luiz? He wasn't in the squad at all today. Uh, he's still got a slight injury. Oh, right. So, but he's not going anywhere. You, you, you hear conflicting reports that, you know, they, they, they'll send him out of price, but Marino does like him. He just, everyone knows David Luiz. He's just erratic. You just don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, left, wh- right, centre. Where would he fit into this team under Jose? Is he... He's a centre-back. He won't, he, he can't play central midfield because of all the players we got there. Mm. Oh, yeah, Ramirez and Lampard looked like a nice little partnership. Mm. Just we've still front. got Essien, we've got Van Ginkle, we've got Mikel. Mm. It's, yeah, it's, he plays centre-back. Okay. So, but, yeah. All good. I, I, I love how Jose, before the start of the season, was saying, you know, I'm, all, I'm fully aware of Frank Lampard's abilities, but I'm, yeah, I'm going to pick him for certain games. He, he might not feature... All of a sudden, first game, bang, he's in there. You know, Frank, I am Frank Lampard's biggest fan. Well, perhaps not as much as you, Mark, but he, he gets sometimes a little bit berated on this podcast, and, and I just think that guy's got everything, and I think he should be on that plane to the World Cup for England. Um, I still think he's got it. got plenty of miles left in the tank, and I thought mm-hmm. it was great to see Frank Lampard. So, so how, how long was it? 25 minutes, was it, for him to score his first goal? Yeah. After already missing a penalty as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The thing about Frank Lampard and Steven Gerrard, and I don't know who said, I think it might have been Roy Keane, basically said Frank Lampard plays um, 85% of his ability and there's more to come, but Steven Gerrard only plays for 75%. If Steven Gerrard had slowed down, Steven Gerrard would have been a truly world-class player, but he never did. And um, basically, I think that's just the clue to like, the last golden generation these players just don't want to be told. They just don't want to learn. It's mm. their way or no way. And I just think sometimes it's just a wasted gift. Like Joe Cole. He just didn't want to learn. So Yeah, love Joe Cole. And Joe Cole played a blinder. And I, I tip, if Joe Cole has a good season, I'd love to see him on that plane. Yeah, he's not that old either, Joe Cole, is he? All right, let's go to the championship. All right, this is where I bail out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg, you want to kick us off with some games anyway? Uh, Reading free, what for free? Of a thriller. Yeah, what a game that was. Reading with 3 1 up at one point in this game. A uh, last gasp equaliser. What do we think of that? Uh, Watford away kit. 
bit of an odd colour. Uh, yeah. Kind of looks like it. It'd be a nice colour for like a set of curtains. <laughs> not a football yeah. kit. It looks like Roma. It, it had, had a, a bit, bit yeah. Of, yeah, I thought it reminded me of Roma a little bit. Oh, yeah, that was a good game. That's uh, Watford's first dropped points of the season. Uh, Forest are the only unbeaten team in the Championship so far. They uh, dispatched of Bolton fairly comfortably with a 3 0 win. Uh, Jamie Mackey for a million pounds is one of the signings of the season for the Championship. Such a, ta- such a talented player, he can score goals. Not Grant Holt. Uh, I think Everyone Mackie's was got... calling for him to play for England last season. Mm, some people were. We weren't. <laughs> <laughs> Not Nottingham Forest as well. Did you notice that Greg Halford, fullback, Greg Halford, mm. starting up front? Yeah. Former Pompey, right back, yeah. Greg Halford. That's that's a throwback to the old football manager days when he was a right back slash right winger slash striker. Play <laughs> anywhere on those in those days. It's always odd seeing those players, isn't it? Centre back or striker. It was confusing. Gary Derry Doherty, yeah. my favourite one. Dion Dublin. Dion Dublin, yeah. Dion Dublin. Classic. <laughs> um, James isn't here to talk about, well, it's probably why James isn't here. Uh, Millwall have lost again. Played three, lost three, scored none, conceded five so far. Bottom of the table. If, lost, if you could pick two home games to start the season with, mm. you'd probably say Yeovil at home and Huddersfield would be the two. <laughs> nice six points. Yeah. And, yeah. They've lost both of them, 1-0. Gentlemen, am I right in thinking that Millwall do actually have quite a good squad? Yeah, they do. James has been uh, talking it up the past couple of weeks. Some of the players they've signed, Nicky Bailey's a good central midfielder. They've got um, Sean Derry Derry. on loan, yeah. They've got the legend Steve Morrison up front. So so what's going wrong there? Steve Lomas. Steve Lomas. (laughs) I wanted you guys to say it. Yeah, the Millwall man, Steve Lomas. He's uh, come from Scottish football, didn't he? So yeah, but yeah, I, I think he's it's going to take a miracle for him to be a success at Millwall with the the ties he has to West Ham previously. Uh, Brighton got their first win of the season, <laughs> and a away win at Birmingham. I don't really know what to make of Birmingham this season. I think it's going to be average mid-table. I reckon they could struggle. They mm. still, they've all them financial problems still up in the air as well. Yeah, they sold they, a lot of players. It could they? be a tough season for. Uh, they still got that Zidic there. Zidic, I'm not actually yeah. sure he wasn't in the squad for yesterday's game. He was on a lot of money as well. He was sixty grand a week. <laughs> he scored a three minute hat trick against Leeds last season, so if he's not there, I'll be mightily happy. Uh, Bournemouth got a nice win at home to Wigan. Another Lewis Graben goal. I think he's joint top of the table with uh, Troy Deeney so far. Maybe one behind. But it's a good win at home to Wigan. That'd be one they probably wouldn't have earmarked as a win. But there was a controversial red card for Cam McManaman. Kind of split opinions between us here. Greg, you, you don't think I it was? I kind of thought it was maybe the reaction of the Bournemouth players got him sent off. Mm. I thought, he's you know, he's that- got... Yeah, he's not that type. Of, he's not like he's got he's history. Not that type of lad. Yeah, he's not that type of lad. Um, yeah, I just, I just thought it was a, a little harsh. He seemed to get the ball, and it was a, it only looked nasty after the towards the end of the tackle when he was uh, his uh, second leg came through to steady himself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was a bit harsh, and if uh, Ian Hart and uh, hasn't got up in the referee's face, 
mm. uh, quite as much as he did, I reckon he would have got away with a, a yellow. Tom, you, that... you think it was a red, don't you? No, I, I don't agree with that. I think it's a red. He's, he's lunged in quite recklessly, and I think as soon as the referee, as soon as the referee seen it, I think he's made up his mind. Mm. I don't think player shouting at him is going to make him. I, like I know it. referees sometimes make make mistakes, but they're not that weak-minded that <laughs> a, a player shouting at them is just going to suddenly make yeah. them change their mind. Yeah. Was it his first start of the season? He didn't even start. He had been on five minutes. <laughs> but he was. He, has he didn't even. He didn't even get a highlight on the football league. Show. He just had Callum McManaman <laughs> on, and then it was that tackle. But was was his last game? His proper last competitive game was the FA Cup final. Was that? Uh, yeah, unless he played in the last game of the season, but I think yeah, either of those. So he's two. probably yeah coming back, and he's just overexcited. Yeah. Here's me trying to stick up for Callum McManaman. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's done it again. <laughs> Um, Burnley dispatched Yeovil fairly comfortably 2 0 win. Burnley were they're flying high. Do you think dark horses this season? Well, they lost Charlie Austin, didn't they? Mm. Which is what Burnley was all about. They're in fourth place. Yeah, I think a lot, a few people thought they'd struggle this year, and by struggling, I mean possibly relegated. Yeah, they're they're the one name for me that stands out at the top of the league. Yeah, they're open to fourth place at the minute. Uh, how did QPR get in? QPR won one nil away at uh, home to Ipswich. They're not really setting this league on fire, are they? QPR debutant Tom Hitchcock scored the goal. Who? He is a 20-year-old, the son of QPR coach Kevin Hitchcock. Chelsea legend. That must be him. So yeah, he came on in the 83rd minute, scored in the 89th to win the game. So the Charlie Austin start. Um. Yes, he did. He played the full 90 minutes, along with Junior Hoyler and Bobby Zamora in a, a front three. That team should be doing better. Jerry Barton, Sean White Phillips, Carl Henry, Jermaine Jennis. Stephen Mbia, or Mbia there still? Uh, he wasn't in the squad. I think he is still there, but I don't think uh, they're playing him. I think they want to get rid of him. So I imagine he's on fairly decent money. And there was a Yorkshire derby yesterday. Colin, what do you think to this? Probably a fair result. I thought Sheffield Wednesday were probably the best side in, mm. in the first half. Leeds were definitely the better side in the second half. Um, Sheffield Wednesday, I think, will struggle this season a little bit, but but they should have enough, I think. Yeah. Um, as for Leeds, I think it just pointed something very key out, which was um, there's not a lot wrong there. It's just lacking a few quality players. Mm. Um the Ross McCormack goal was a cracker. Yeah, he turned on the afterburners, didn't he? Got past uh, Zayat, I think. Yeah, the guy who scored for uh, Sheffield Wednesday. And that was his first goal in four years. Yeah, Oops. and if, if Leeds had a man on the post, it wouldn't have gone in either. Always have your man on the post. <laughs> <laughs> I said to um, Ross, I said he was very brave, Ross McCormack, to get the final touch for the goal. Yeah, because, because the keeper was coming and there was two defenders lunging. Okay. But yeah, it's a nice finish. I want Leeds to go up. I want them to do like a West Brom. Go up. If you come back down again, that's fine. But come down within your means and budget. And just consolidate, you know. I think there's very little chance of that this season. Well, you never know. You never know. We had Jason Pierce playing centre-back. It's not going to happen. I, I've actually got a little bit of sympathy for Jason Pierce Because while he, I would say he's probably not the world's best defender, I, I can't knock him for his commitment. 
Yeah, I saw a Leeds fan streaming. As Leeds fan tweeted, his greatest attribute is fearlessness or stupidity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, again, I mean, I think I think uh, we had three defenders who at one point, you know, were almost sort of like knocked out. Mm. We had Lee Peltier smashing his head, um, blood streaming down Pierce's face. face. Um, and Tom Lees was getting, got knocked as well. Mm. He was having uh, a lot of grease applied to his head. Um, so, yeah. I made a bet. I've made a bet with my wife that I won't slag off uh, Luke Varney on any Leeds televised games this season, and oh, it's difficult. What's there? Two games in, I'm having to just hold my tongue. I don't mind him. <laughs> I don't Where mind him. Where did you get it from? Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Most of our yeah. team. I hate. <laughs> I hate Luke Varney. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you you sign up from Pompey, then Norwich sign him for you, <laughs> and then they, and then they work their way back into the league. Yeah, you're not a fan of Luke Varney, Greg. Come on. No, I'm not. I don't like him. Flick, flick them V's, didn't he? Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, did we get any responses, Ross? From uh, in the last podcast, I, I asked the listeners whether anybody had any ideas about what Noel Hunt was about, and we also put that out on Twitter. Uh, did any none? But McDermott seems to have taken notice by keeping him on the bench for the entire game. Yeah, he dropped him, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so maybe he does listen to his podcast. <laughs> which, which Hunt have you got? Have you got the uh... Noel? Not the face. No, he's... not the head crusher. Yeah. Not the head crusher. Oh, I saw it. Got the other one. Although, just yes. reports are to be believed, we will have the head crusher in before the window shuts as well. Absolute yeah, lunatic. <laughs> just, just a quick note as well. While we're sort of discussing Leeds, is um, just a funny story. There was, uh, I don't know if Times have got this tighter at Leeds, but uh, Brian McDermott was selling tickets at Ellen Road, <laughs> um, and it was captured on camera. It's on. No, it was just, just a topless man. There was a topless that, man. There was a that lot was of a brilliant photo. There was kids, a lot of kids there getting their tickets and having them signed by Brian McDermott. But you could clearly see on the video a, a man who was next in the queue who's obviously decided that, yeah, I've put my pants on, I've got my socks, I've got my shorts, shoes, a baseball cap. Yeah, I've, I've remembered that. Right, let's go and meet Brian McDermott. Completely forgetting to put a T-shirt on. Half naked. It was a warm day up north yesterday. Well, warm for the north of England. Uh, let's go to League One. Uh, great win for Coventry on the road at Carlisle. 4-0. They're on uh, minus four points now. So they're quickly closing that gap. That That's tremendous as well, Ross, for Coventry. So I, I want those boys to stay up mm. because of what's been done to their club. And the Football League have sat on their arse yet again, like they did with Portsmouth. <laughs> Unlike them. And, and not help them out. A- birthday party aren't they <laughs> yeah. it, it's their anniversary this year this week isn't it yeah, yeah that's their main concern and an out cake <laughs> you know before the football league adverts on Sky Sports yeah and there's that Bristol City fan who just said he woke up and he was a Bristol City fan and that must have been a horrible dream <laughs> <laughs> who's to blame for that is it the the owners of Rico Arena or the owners of the team I don't know what Who's actual blame for the commentary mess? Oh, it's difficult because it is Isn't such it? a mess. Coventry perhaps tried to live the dream. Um, the Rico Arena <sighs> was completely revamped um, and they moved into this all singing, all dancing stadium. Mm. Um, and then got relegated. And then got relegated. <laughs> it, it wasn't fit for purpose really. And they had a fantastic um, old stadium as well. And, Road. Yeah. Um, 
and basically the the owners of the stadium wanted a certain amount of money to be paid for the rent and uh, Coventry couldn't pay it and so that's why Coventry are playing at Northampton Town. Wasn't it quite a lot of money they wanted? Like a million plus a month as well to rent? I think it was a season. Oh, right. Yeah. Because West Ham only paid two million for the well, the upcoming Olympic. Mm. So, oh, but... Right. Uh, Bloody hell, Ross. Leeds, Leeds pay £1.5 million for Ellen Road. Yeah, I know. Rent. Hmm. Chasing the dream. <laughs> the theme of the show. Yeah, talking of chasing the dream. Pompey got their first win of the season. <laughs> Good win, boys. 3-0. We beat the mighty Morecambe. <laughs> yeah, their away oh, support God. was disappointed, wasn't it? There was, my dad said they reckon between 30 and 40. <laughs> were they sat together? I, I imagine yeah, they were all scattered all, about. Yeah, they were all... Um, at the back of the Milton end. Oh, not even at the front. They're not even at the front. <laughs> but yeah, as of um, as of I think it was Wednesday, they'd sold four tickets, <laughs> and um, one of which is in the disabled area. Yeah, so not even sitting with the rest of them. Yeah, so um, there was at one stage there was just three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... apparently we were, we were good first half, and then. Took off, foot off the gas, second half. Yeah, they were down to 10 men, weren't they, by second half, so. Yeah. Job done, first half. Promotion charges on. Well. <laughs> Would you have liked a bit more goals to help with the goal difference towards the end of the season? Well, yeah, if there's any criticism, I've heard that we should it should have been you know, five or six. Mm. But, you know, let's go on to Mansfield next week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that game. It's my hometown team against my current hometown team, so. Come on, you stags. It's, it's going to be a tough league, League Two, um, for Portsmouth to get out of. Um, Oxford are good, and a team local to where I am in Chelmsford in Essex, Southend United, keep an eye out for them. Yeah, that's I the could top see two. I could, Yeah, I could see them getting promoted. League Two's too low for Southend. Mm. Yeah, Oxford, uh, well, 3 1 away win at Torquay, which is, uh, they normally have a really hard time down in Torquay. Uh, one of our guys that we work with is an Oxford fan. He, he always hates playing them, but he was very happy to be play three one three top of the table. Oh, he's a happy, happy bunny. <laughs> um, how do the new boys in League Two get on? Uh, Newport County uh, beat right. This is something that I watched, saw on the Football League show. Um, the new Justin Edinburgh, the uh, Newport County manager, yeah. referred to their game against uh, Bristol Rovers as a derby. Right. Wales. They're in different countries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They haven't I'm got any derbies that. apart from, well, not even Swansea and Cardiff because there's nowhere near. But <laughs> I'm not having that. No. Yeah, they won 1-0. That's like Pompey having a derby with a North of France team. Yeah. <laughs> We've, I went, we went to watch um, Gosport Borough play yesterday yeah. and they were playing Dover. And we, were, we did discuss whether Dover-Calais would be... <laughs> A, uh, a rivalry. Big Derby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are listening to Man on the Post podcast. Why not check out our website over at manonthepost.com? You can also follow us on Twitter at Man on the Post, and most importantly, please head over to iTunes to rate and review us. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. Okay, so moving on to the betting corner. Uh, incredibly, after two weeks, four of us are in plus figures at the minute. Uh, after me and Colin both had a win this week, thanks to Chelsea. Uh, so the current standings are Greg, top of the table, with plus 47. 
then me in second place with plus 30. And Tom and Colin in joint third or joint fourth, whichever you want, boys, on plus 17. Uh, James and Adam, minus 20 each. Um, as Adam's not here, he did give us a bet. We let, it, we let this one stand as it's his birthday. Um, so, Mark, what is Adam's bet for this week? Okay, he's gone for Man City to beat Newcastle. Man City to beat Cardiff. Yep. Wigan to beat Doncaster. AC Milan to beat Helios Verona. And Saints to beat Sunderland. And that returns a grand total of £99. Okay, so I've gone for a four-match accumulator. Uh, starting off in the Europa League qualifiers, <laughs> I've gone for Ukraine's Chernomorets Odessa to beat Skenderb. Uh, they're Albanian. Um, <laughs> I've also gone for Estoril to be FC Pashing. Uh, they're from Austria. In Scottish League One, I've gone for Rangers to be Airdrionians. And early in the week in the Premier League, I've gone for the double chance option. So I've gone for Manchester City to win or draw versus Newcastle. And that returns twenty pounds and twenty-two pence. I have gone for uh, Chelsea to beat uh, Aston Villa on Wednesday night. Uh, Millwall to continue losing um, <laughs> when they play away at Sheffield Wednesday um, on Saturday, and on Sunday uh, Tottenham to beat Swansea. And rather unfairly, my price has changed oh. on that since we've. Uh, I've already right. written yours down, so you can have what I've already written down. Okay, and what was that? That was £44 return. £44. Yes. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, well, I'm trying to play it a bit safe again, to just try and say, stay in the positives. I've got a double for the Premier League on Saturday. I've got Norwich uh, to win or draw at Hull, and Sunderland to win or draw at Southampton. And my £10 return is £29. I shouldn't know it's playing it safe, but I think you're going to get that one. Especially the Norwich one. Uh, well, James isn't here. We've no idea where he is. Um, so, in the spirit of things, James, your bet this week is uh, West Ham to win, Charlton to win, and QPR to win. So that treble will return you £187. Uh, good luck there. And then I've gone for uh, Chelsea to win on Wednesday, and then Spurs and Man City to win on Sunday. £10 there returns £30. Now it's time for ballers. A new quiz comes to football's biggest conversation. Man on the Post presents Ballers. The Man on the Post hosts will have to think fast on their feet in this game. They will answer rapid-fire questions in the first round to accumulate points to be used in the Super Showdown. Expect sweat and tears and probably arguments. Exclusive to Man on the Post. This is Ballers. It's a two-round quiz. The first round is rapid-fire questions for every member on the Man on the Post team. And then the second round, the Super Showdown, the team have to use their intelligence to try and answer the question as a group. 
Okay. <laughs> now, this week we're going to be starting with Mark. And uh, so the order is going to be Mark, Tom, then Greg, and then we're going to repeat. It's going to be Mark, Tom, and Greg again. You get a point for every question that you get right, and then each point is worth a certain value, which Ross will share with you when we enter the Super Showdown. The first round is three minutes. Uh, my wonderful assistant, Juice of Ross, <laughs> and also timekeeper. Yeah. Uh, do we have three three minutes on the clock? Three minutes are on the clock, and I can confirm that the uh, your points per point value is three this week. Mm, so one point equals three. Doesn't mean. Okay, so the three minutes will start once I've asked the first question. Okay, and that's going to go to Mark, then Tom, then Greg. So if we're all ready, let's play ballers. So then, Mark, Michael Jackson has a statue outside Fulham, but how many games did he attend at Craven Cottage? Zero. Wrong. It's one. He's not expected to be attending any <laughs> soon. <laughs> Tom, One Direction's Lewis Tomlinson is a Doncaster Rovers player. True or false? That's true. It is true. Ridiculous. Greg, pop star Robin Thicke of Blurred Lines fame is a Nottingham Forest fan. True or false? Well, it is false. Mark, on Wednesday, England beat Scotland 3-2. Name me two of the goal scorers for England. Phil Walcock and Ricky Lambert. Correct. Tom, George Best played for Bournemouth. True or false? True. True. Confidence. Greg, <laughs> name one of the new presenters on this season's BBC Five Live football phone-in 606. <gasps> oh. Uh... Ian Wright. Correct. The other one is Kelly Cates. Mark, Gareth Bale was born in England. True or false? True. That's false. Come on, Mark. Tom. (laughs) You never know. (laughs) Tom, this week Tottenham signed a midfielder from French side Toulouse. What is his name? Etienne Capou or Etienne Capou? (laughs) Etienne Capou. Correct. Greg, how many of the 20 Premier League managers are English? Oh. Seven. Four. Pardew, Allardyce, Holloway, Bruce. Mark, which football team plays at the KC Stadium? Oh, that's Hull, isn't it? Hull City Tigers, but I'll give you it. <laughs> Tom, Jamie Carragher made over 800 appearances for Liverpool in all team, first team competitions. Is that true or false? True. It's false. He made 737. Ah. Greg, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is Sweden's international team. It's a Sweden international team's all-time top goal scorer. True or false? True. It's false. It's Sven Rydell. Mark, Spain is the... Mark, Spain is the highest-ranked team in the FIFA rankings. Who is second? Argentina. Wrong. It's Germany. Uh, Top. <laughs> the FA's headquarters are at Soho Square. True or false? True. False. It's at Wembley. Greg. They are terrible. Greg, current unemployed striker and free agent Carlton Cole made how many appearances for the England international first team? Three, five, or seven? Should be none. Um, <laughs> three. Wrong. It's seven. Unbelievable. What? That's ridiculous. <laughs> 
Mark. When Jermaine Beckford signed for Leeds United, he had to give up his day job. This was fitting windscreens for the breakdown service RAC. True or false? Let's go true. That is true. Come on. <laughs> that was appalling. <laughs> You're telling me. We got about four right, didn't we? How did we do, Ross? Okay, well, you answered 16 questions, and you got Seven. eight of them right. Not bad. So a point is three, so you've got 24 to play with. And uh, what that means is that you have a buffer. So I'm going to give you a question in the Super Showdown, and you can either be 24 above or 24 below, but you have to decide as a team which way you want to go, whether you want to have that buffer of being above or below. But you can't have it both ways. <laughs> it's not Burger King. <laughs> so we move on to the Super Showdown then, um, and we have one question for you to work on as a team. You have 90 seconds <coughs> on the clock to work on this, and the 90 seconds will start once I've asked the question. And the answer for this question, you have to come up with a value, okay, a monetary value. And the question is this. In the English Premier League, how much money has been spent on player purchases in the current transfer window? I'm going. Okay. Well, I know the sky well, the last, the la- the last few Fred. weeks, we've tried to be logical <laughs> with this. Yeah, that's no, gone well. Um, what was it? What was? Is anyone? Yeah. What was the latest one? I think it was about three hundred and fifty-seven for all divisions. Oh, wasn't it? When was that? That was. Well, I think that was last week. I saw. Um, so what do you Most want to do? of that would have been Premier League, though, wouldn't it? Man City have spent a hundred million. We've spent twenty-five. Southampton reckon... have spent about forty. I reckon it's about three fifty. Yeah, I'd reckon that. Mm, you could be right, actually. Um, what do you want to do? Somewhere Gamble. in between. Maybe, maybe, maybe a bit less than that, actually. Yeah, let's go, go somewhere between 200, around about 200 mark. Or 200? Well, you know, about 250, halfway in between. I reckon 320. 320? Yeah. Do we go below, 24 below or above that, though? We've got 30 seconds. Below. Yeah. I think there's right. been some Hello. big money spent. Uh, hang on. If it was three fifty-seven last week, there's been a couple more signings in the last few days, haven't they? Plus Osvaldo, it's for twenty million. But I don't know if that counts. Will that count? It today? does. Okay. You've got ten seconds. Uh, go three fifty <laughs> and above. No. Above. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Three um, three forty and above. Three forty and above. Yeah. Time All right. Three forty okay. and above. Okay, guys. So you're going for a three hundred and forty million has been spent. And your buffer of 24 million is going above. So you've got a range of 340 to 364. Yeah. Confident? I reckon it's going to be like 336 or something. It's probably going to be so bad. I can tell you the amount spent is 402 million pounds. Okay, so unfortunately it's another loss for the team, uh, but good news for me because I win by default. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Ballers. And with yet another win for Colin in Ballers, that brings us to the end of this week's Man of the Post podcast. Uh, firstly, I'd like to thank you, Mark, for joining us. Hope you've enjoyed yourself. 
Yeah, thank you for having me, gentlemen. Uh, I'd like to say you could find me absolutely nowhere on yeah. no podcast. Well, it isn't on the internet. So, uh, <laughs> direct all your anger to Man on the Post. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks so much. Anyways. Uh, Mark will probably be filling in when people aren't available this season, so you'll hear some more of him this coming season. Uh, thank you, Greg. Thank you, Tom, for joining me yet again and celebrating a Pompey, Pompey's first one in League Two this season. The only podcast team to win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably going to happen next week as well because we've got Ipswich and Millwall at Millwall. So. Uh, Colin, thank you very much. Thank you. Where can uh, people find us on the internet? Namely iTunes. Yeah, and uh, just while we're on the iTunes discussion, um, thank you to the person who gave us a five-star review this week. Have we had another one? Um, yes, we have. And... Uh, if you could get in touch with Man on the Post, either via the email or at Man on the Post on Twitter, send us your details because if you don't, you could be missing out on a Man on the Post fridge magnet. Okay, so get in touch with us immediately. He says we don't give you anything. Man on the Have you got an endless supply of these fridge magnets? <laughs> I didn't know we had these. I want one. <laughs> uh, have you put a five-star review in, Mark? I would if I could access my account. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you one, Mark. Don't worry. I'll get you one. Yeah. Okay. We'll sort something out. <laughs> okay. Well. Yes. Yeah. Get in touch with us if you, you're the person that left us a review. And if you haven't left us a review, get on it. You can win a fridge magnet. Come on. Everyone loves fridge magnets. Uh, but until next week, that is all from us. And always remember keep your man on post. Things to go oh, a bit funny. Rock, is there a theme tune yet? Uh, it, it, there is a theme tune, but Colin doesn't sing this one. It's just a. Oh, Colin, you need to sing on a theme tune. <laughs> you, you need you need to listen to the podcast. It's chips, <laughs> it's, isn't it? It's chips. Yeah. <laughs> now that'll go straight over the head of Greg and Tom. <laughs> yeah, I've no idea what you're on about. It's on the show. It's, it's it's an old American TV show featuring two American policemen on motorbikes. <laughs> You've got to watch it. It's brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, um, we could do it with a singing one. Kind of thing. Oh, I, d- I don't know. <laughs> I, I could never beat footballing on ice, could I? <laughs> yeah, you went too big too early. And... Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you got the question. Second single syndrome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>